breaking news from The Athletic. Hey everybody, this is Scott Burnside from The Athletic NHL with some breaking news and Arpon Basu in Montreal joining me after the Montreal Canadiens, I, I think I'm going to say this, shockingly announced that head coach Claude Julien and assistant coach Kirk Muller have been relieved of their duties. Um, Arpon, uh, shocking to, is that uh, hyperbolic or where does that fit for you? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it might be shocking looking in from, you know, from a thousand feet on this. From team. Georgia? <laughs> from Georgia. <laughs> from Georgia. Um, or other parts of the, of the, you know, the Sun Belt of the United States. But no, I mean, listen, they lose, well, they, they lose for the sixth time in eight games. They got some points along the way, but that was their sixth loss in eight games. Three of those losses came to the Ottawa Senators. Um, coming in the way it did Tuesday night, obviously with this loud goal at the end of the game and everything that happened. But still, some of the issues that have been plaguing this team um, have been evident throughout this stretch. And, and the number eight, I think, is significant and probably resonated in Mark Bergman's mind because last season, uh, at the 19-game mark, the, the Canadians were 11-5-3 rolling, uh, and then they lost their eight ne- next games um, and pretty much sunk their season. And I think... You saw a lot of the same things happening here with this club, uh, which is a far better club than that team that was 11-5-3 to start the year last year. So I think for Mark Bergevin, he looked at some of the patterns developing. The power play remains a totally a total tire fire. The penalty kill has become incredibly porous. Um, they started that game really terribly, but really over the course of these eight games, um, the offensive strategy had grown stale and dry and unimaginative. And I think there were some issues that were popping up game after game, and Mark Bergevin could not allow what happened last season to happen to this team after everything he invested and put into building this team and in what was his most active offseason. I want to ask you about Dominic Ducharme, uh, along with Alex Burrows, former NHLer, who will assume control of the Canadiens bench. But before we get there, I I want to, and maybe again, from the wilds of Georgia, (laughs) and I'll tell you what happened. Pierre Pierre and I were taping our uh, two-man advantage podcast this morning, and we we were talking about last night's game. And we were talking about the disallowed goal at the end of regulation that would have given the Habs the regulation time victory, which was, and Pierre and I both agreed, it was it was a disastrous call. It should it should have been a good goal. The Habs should have won that game. And I I mean I wonder if Claude Julian for you know will go on with his life now wondering if that call had been made correctly. The Habs win in regulation. Do you think they still fire him this morning, or does he get another? It does that extend? the debate and the discussion about some of the things you just touched on in terms of the, the core issues confronting this team. Is it that simple that if they make the right call that maybe Claude Julian's still the coach today? I mean, today, maybe <laughs> like, I mean, in, yeah. the, in the sense that maybe he doesn't get fired today, but I mean, in that game itself, you know, it's not as if the Canadians should have ended that game and said, wow, we really got, we really got robbed. Like we we really played well enough to win that game. Yes. In some respects they did. They clawed back. They were down two nothing. They were down three, two. They, they, they clawed back into that game and, and managed to put themselves in a position to win the game. They went up four, three, Carey Price allows a terrible goal uh, to Brady Kachuk to tie it midway through the third. Um, and then they do what they did. So to me, yes, the call 
a win probably would have delayed this a little bit, but I think everything that we've seen from the Canadians over the previous seven games manifested itself in that game. Bad penalties at bad times, uh, inconsistent goaltending from your starting goalie. There's not much Claude Julien could do about that, obviously. Um, but, you know, special teams being just another disaster, like all the things I mentioned were all prevalent in that game. You look at their, they had, the Canadians took 57 shot attempts at five on five in that game. 28 of them came from defensemen. And it's been game after game after game where the Canadians just shoot from the point, hope to get a rebound, hope to get a tip and hope to score that way. And it's a bit of an outdated method. And it's, it's a bit of a, it's not much of an offensive strategy, if you ask me. And I think this has been really manifesting itself over this eight game stretch where the Canadians just hope to create chaos in front of the net and, and bang a goal in and, and not really create offensive opportunities as much. And um, we saw it again in that game. So, yes, that call could have gone the other way. I'm not as definitively certain that it was a terrible call. I don't think I don't think it was a very good call, but I, I, I can see the gray area there. You know, when, when your goalie gets spun around 180 and he's facing his own net at one point, you, it does take some time to locate the puck and figure out where it is. I, I'm not... <laughs> I don't have the, the, the conviction of a Scott Burnside in Georgia, but still. But, yeah, I mean, the point is fair. The point is fair that, yeah, maybe today he doesn't lose his job. But it, it was it, if, nothing, if none of those other things had changed, then this was going to be another. So Dominic Ducharme, uh, the interim coach of the Montreal Canadiens, interesting history, interesting ascension for a guy whose whose successes and who, whose history as a, a coach of, um, ha- have really been at the uh, major junior level, coaching for a number of years in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League and uh, in both in Montreal, Halifax, and in Drummondville uh, before joining the Habs staff in uh, eighteen nineteen. It, it, I think there is, and I and you guys uh, uh, have alluded to this. That was this inevitable. At some point, was Dominic Ducharme going to be the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens, given the way things had unfolded over the last two or three years? Is that is that is that a is that a a narrative that has now come true on this morning? I think I think what Dominic Ducharme provided for this team was an insurance policy. You know, I don't know if it was inevitable that he was going to become the permanent head coach. I still don't think it's inevitable that he's going to become the permanent head coach of this team. He's going to have to prove himself, and he has a perfect opportunity to do so. The Canadians are a good team. They're not a bad team. They're they're well built. They've 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 addressed most of the holes uh, that they wanted to address. I mean, you know, yes, they lack that game breaking offensive talent that that a Toronto has or an Edmonton or even a Vancouver. But they're still a well-constructed team that should be more competitive than they've been, and he has an opportunity to make them that. The one thing Dominic Ducharme has done over his career is is be a good power play guy at the world junior level, at the junior level. Uh, so this is something he's going to need to fix right away. But in terms of the inevitability of it, yes, he was hired essentially. And this is I give Claude Julien a lot of credit. This was Claude Julien's hire, hiring Dominic Ducharme. He decided to hire him knowing full well that Dominic Ducharme is a bilingual coach who could potentially one day be seen as a replacement for himself and he brought him on anyway so credit to him for doing that not every coach would do that uh but it's clear that from the moment he was hired in the may in may of 2018 or in the spring of 2018 that this was a path that he could take and that if ever the canadians found themselves in a pinch he was just sitting there waiting for the opportunity now i don't know if he's going to be the permanent head coach that's going to be up to him to prove that he can do it because there are other candidates that are out there, but I don't think 
Mark Bridgman would have been in a position to hire any of those other candidates right now because they're all important. Right. Well, and that, uh, as we close out this emergency podcast, podcast, um, what, where is the bar set for Dominic Ducharme? As you allude to, Arvon, this is a good team. It's, and I think, uh, uh, you know, certainly we've seen them play and they have the capability of being a really good team. And, uh, I know lots of us have imagined what a playoff series between Toronto and Montreal would look like. Um, uh-huh. My guess is that just getting to the playoffs isn't going to be a pathway to maintaining this job full time for Dominic Ducharme. That the expectations have to be beyond that. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. It's it's fair because Mark Bergevin said so. I mean, before the season, Claude Julie himself said so. I mean, this is the first time you know Mark Bergevin was hired in uh, 2012. So we're going on nine years here. Never has he come out before the season and said anything other than our goal is to make the playoffs. It's very hard to make the playoffs. And once we make the playoffs, we'll see what happens. That's always been his line, except for this year. After the offseason he had, he came in, he was asked the question, is are the playoffs still the goal or is it more? He said, no, expectations are higher this season. So simply making the playoffs will not be enough. They will need to be able to. And frankly, the way they're built, the way Mark Bergman went about building this team was in order to create playoff success. This team is built to play playoff hockey more so than loosey-goosey regular season hockey. Now, that doesn't mean they should be playing as poorly as they are now, but the additions that were made were made with the playoffs in mind, you know, bringing in you know, Joel Edmondson as a big, somewhat lumbering, well, lumbering's not fair, but, you know, not the most mobile yeah. guy on defense, but a physical guy. You know, Josh Anderson is, you know, every time he's played in the playoffs, when, when, when Columbus swept the lightning out of the playoffs, I remember Steve Eisenman saying, you know, we didn't have an answer for Josh Anderson. Like that's really the, the the moves were made with the playoffs in mind. So I think, you know, I don't want to, I don't think the pressure's on Dominic Ducharme necessarily, but if he wants this job, a he has to get them playing in a different, more effective way, and b, uh, assuming he's able to get them to the playoffs, which is step one, um, he's going to need to to make some headway in the playoffs because that's where the that's where the bar has been set with this team. Yeah. As always, Arpon, you are right on top of things, and it is always great to catch up with you. And you should uh, go to the Athletics' new headlines section for much more on this story and to get access to all of the Athletics' great sports content. Visit theathletic.com slash headline pod where you can find our latest subscription offer, just $3.99 per month. That's almost like giving it away. Arpon, you are a champion, my friend. Thank you so much for coming to hang out today. Very much my pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Scotty, and uh, have a good day. I'm going to get back to work. (laughs) 